show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. My savvy fans secure their internet. Join them at expressvpn.com slash watchchad. Friends and neighbors, I once again sit before you in my resplendent Chad Prather Show studio to crow about the cacophony of confusing events that cloud up the otherwise clear blue skies hovering above the media landscape. And let me tell you, it's becoming harder and harder for me to convince myself that I have not indeed gone completely crazy. Now, if you stayed abreast of the news lately, and I can't blame you if you haven't, you may have heard a funny little thing that our good friend Rashida Tlaib recently said at an abortion rally. Now, first, it behooves me to suggest that the idea of an abortion rally itself is both odious and saddening. But if you were to ever ask me at any given hour on any given day, where might I find Rashida Tlaib? Well, an abortion rally would be on my list of top three guesses. She said, and I swear I am not making this up. That if you're pro-life, you should stop trying to have sex with her. Mm. <laughs> now, I know I could just shut the camera off right now. This thing would still be a successful video because you're already laughing. But let's penetrate this a little further, shall we? Here we go. Now, some faces are perceptive. Some are receptive. The face of Rashida Tlaib, my friend, is contraceptive. I mean, are you kidding me, lady? She looks like Pepe the Frog made sweet, sweet love to a Muppet. Stop trying to have sex with me, she said. Look here, Palestine. Dudes in the Middle East aren't trying to sleep with you, and they have an affinity for goats. What are you going to do? Go join Alyssa Milano on the sex strike? Because I got bad news for you. We didn't miss her, and she's sort of hot. Now, friends, we're talking about the least hittable member of the squad, drawing a line in the sand and telling the world, you aren't getting any of this unless you think about things the way I think about them, and especially when it comes to abortion. Ain't nobody rushing to jump into that bread line, so listen up, you loaf with a lipstick. The discerning American public, despite all the efforts made on the part of a few to pin us into a set of beliefs which are diametrically opposed to the siren song of our biological imperatives, have some damn taste. Hell, I bet you even have to pay your doctor extra to get up in there. I mean, talk about an OBGYN. Nope. I don't mean to be me. Well, actually, I sort of do because the truth is, Rashida, you're pretty hard to look at on the outside, but a lot of that is that you're pretty ugly on the inside, too. Now, between being viciously anti-Semitic and swaying your head back and forth like a snake while screaming out the battle cry to sally forth and rid ourselves of as many of our children as possible, you've got a condition that they don't make enough makeup in the world to cover up. Now, sometimes the irony is so thick you can't cut it, and all I can say is I'd rather eat fish from a Wuhan market while the vendor sneezes directly into my open mouth and spend an evening trying to woo Rashida Tlaib. Hell, she's the only Muslim woman out there that I wish would put a burqa on. But I'll give her this much. I think she's onto something. If you happen to believe in the sanctity of life, maybe a second look at the person you're about to dance the horizontal mambo with isn't such a bad idea. And as for you, Rashida Tlaib, I don't even know what to say. I damn near lost my lunch just thinking about it already, so maybe I'll go think about something else for a while. All I can say is I've driven past plenty of pastures in my day, and I've never once thought about screwing the cows. And if that seems mean to you, I'm sorry. I just have a problem with people who cackle about murdering innocent children. I'm kind of a weirdo like that. 
anyway, I want you all to take care of yourselves. Don't be like Rashida Tlaib in pretty much any way possible. I love y'all. God bless. And I'm so glad you've tuned in to the Chad Prather Show. It's Monday, and that means headlines. Hang on. about you but i don't get out to the range anywhere as often as i would like to getting all the firearms loaded up gear ammo driving to the range and then it's expensive thankfully i have a great solution that will save you time and money and help you be a better shot just like it's helped me it's called iTarget pro using their proprietary app and laser bullet iTarget Pro will allow you to safely practice dry fire training with your actual firearm in the convenience and privacy of your own home. Dry fire training will develop muscle memory, help with target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget comes in all the major calibers, including 223 and 556. This means less driving to the range, less ammo, and less money. Right now, you can get 10% off plus free shipping with the offer code CHAT. We still need to fight for our Second Amendment rights. So get iTarget Pro before they try to ban that, too. Take your skill to the next level safely and effectively. That's the letter I, targetpro.com. And while you're there, use offer code CHAD. Hey, everybody, I'm just uh, checking up on my numbers here from social media. Yesterday, did you see my coronavirus drug deal that went down? Yeah, and my question was, who was driving the car? I think I know who. I was looking at their hand. How can you see the hand? I saw someone's hand handing you some money. Yeah, they were doing a deal, man. They were doing a deal. Who did you think it was? Brandon? No, it was Jade. Oh, it was? Yeah, it was Jade. small hands. That's why I said, hey, girl. Yeah, but anyway, I, that was a pretty funny video. Hit a million today. Um, yeah, it's funny. If you haven't seen it, you can go to YouTube. See, we throw stuff in there, not just the podcast. We throw all kind of fun stuff in there. You never know what you're going to get. That's why I encourage everybody, you got to go right now. You got to go to YouTube, and you got to hit subscribe. And you know what you guys did for me, and I want to say thank you? I did a live feed video on Facebook last week, and what you guys did, it really, it really encouraged me. We were out, Candice, we were out of the top 200 in our category of podcast on Apple Podcasts, which is kind of this, the litmus test for where rankings are. And I ask you guys to go in and rate and review. You can go to where podcasts are offered. I prefer Apple Podcasts. 75% of you guys, we know from the analytics, y'all are using Apple. So just go in there, scroll all the way to the bottom after you find the Chad Prather Show to give you a place you can leave a five-star rating and then you can leave us a good review. Uh, when you do that, it helps us in the rankings. So we got, I think, as high as like 60, just like that day. So that means you guys took us from off the charts, which we rarely are off the charts. I was discouraged when I saw that. And then, boom, we were back up at 60. It's a total vanity rating, but let me just tell you, it makes us relevant. Do you know what Apple Podcast also does? What? That after, if you don't go in there and uh, download or stream those they'll unsubscribe you after a certain amount. They will do that, because yeah, if you're not I, listening. I looked at mine after that video 
came out, or that thing came out that you said do that i went in there and i was unsubscribed yeah if you don't if you're not listening to it consistently they will unsubscribe you so make sure so i encourage you to do it twofold sometimes you want to listen to it in the car or in your headphones whatever maybe on an airplane hope you do uh we're going to get in tomorrow night we're going to do a special episode i want to it's just not it's just something i want to talk about we're going to talk about this coronavirus deal the covid 19 everybody's talking about it why not i know everybody out there now you know Last week, y'all were geopolitical experts. Now everybody is a pandemic expert. They all know about, you know, communicable viruses and diseases from China. Uh, And everything's all over the Internet. What do we believe? What should we do? I mean, I'm feeling a little lightheaded right now just talking about it, you know. And so we're going to get into that tomorrow night, Tuesday night, specifically on the coronavirus. This is a weird Monday, Steve. We were talking about it on the ride into the studio. The stock market went nuts right when it opened. Boom. And it's all because of this this uh, oil price war with Russia and Saudi Arabia. You were watching that deal. Yeah. You're talking about that's kind of collusion to me. They're like piling on what this coronavirus stuff that's happening. And then Saudi Arabia releases I don't a few more million barrels of oil a day, which doesn't sound like a lot. Yeah. But as we talked about, that's a lot when you start talking per barrel. Per barrel and what the price per barrel is. And that's the thing, because they do want to pile on. Uh, if you're in an economic crisis, which is what, again, Glenn Beck has talked about on his Wednesday night specials, is that it's not so much we're worrying about uh, getting the coronavirus. It's <laughs> are we putting ourselves in a self-fulfilling prophecy of economic collapse or at least economic depression because of our fears? And we're going to talk about that tomorrow night, but that was the point of my video because, you know, here's the cash and you think it's a yeah. drug deal and out comes the toilet paper and the Germex and stuff like that. And people keep going, well, why in the world is there, what's the toilet paper got to do with it? Well, <laughs> if you get quarantined for 14 days and you got to take a dump and you run out of toilet paper, it becomes third world real quick. Now, they've been using their hand in India. I was going to say, do you really have to have toilet paper? It's a first world creature comfort. Now, you it could, is. you could, Puppet Master, you could just use a washcloth and rinse that sucker out. That's right. Or, you know, Hawaii yeah. has a huge cri- crisis of being out of toilet paper. They get just right there on the curb and they can aim it because they've been doing it their whole life yeah i i saw that in kuwait a kid squatted down pulled his uh pants his, no his, 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 whatever he was wearing yeah he took a dump right there and mom came over there with her foot and just covered it with sand and dirt. they went about yeah, there like a went, cat yeah like it was nothing like a cat well it is nothing yeah, because it it's all i've ever known mm. see we i mean yeah and and in, if sport. you live in america and you're crapping in the streets and there's something wrong with you mentally i get that because you shouldn't have to do that but uh, there, there's there's plenty of places but again around the world we've gotten so spoiled we don't understand how the rest of the world works Look. and how it lives on the daily <laughs> i mean if you haven't just gone outside of the house and hugged a tree and squatted down and i mean how many times you taken a dump in the woods yeah uh, plenty of times. Plenty of times. My brother used to, my brother every day, he used to come home with no socks on <laughs> <laughs> because he was on a job site and he went out in the woods hey, and there, took care of business. My brother's shit anywhere, man. There's been that time in public where you've like, there's no toilet paper. You got to go. Yeah. You pull a sock off or underwear off. I think yeah. everyone's done it at Every least once. Every grown man's done yeah. it. I mean, at least, I don't know about you elitists. Uh, you know, y'all <laughs> elitists are dumb. I don't know about you guys on the coastal, you know, New York or L.A. or how much y'all have done that, you know, in your in your high rises. But uh, us country folks that grew up down in the woods cooking meth, we, we pooped in the woods, man. We pooped in the woods a lot. There's a reason that I time my poops 
with my showers yeah I know. <laughs> the best i can i know i'm ahead of the game <laughs> you don't want to go back to the way you grew up i know yeah. you gotta you gotta clean yourself but no so uh it's getting bad man people are buying toilet paper you can't get that stuff you can't get the sanitary wipes you can't uh you know what we did you know what we did a long time ago we prepared yeah we prepared see we say stuff like this and everybody puppet master how many years you've been around here man you've been around here you've heard all the crap that's come in at people like glenn beck when he said, hey, you need to prepare. You need to get some food stores. Am I right? Yeah. He's been talking about that for a while. For a long time. Yep. And people don't, they don't hear about, they're like, oh my God, Glenn Beck again, he's promoting the end of the world. No, it's just wisdom. And all the, you know, the food prep stuff that I ordered through using your discount code. Yeah, preparewithchad.com. You can do it. And I and look, I don't get a cut of that. I don't get a cut of that. But it's just, they're one of our sponsors here on the show. Yeah. And we put it out. And it's I'm prepared with I'm, re- I'm about ready to make another order, but I know they're going to be swamped and running behind. They are behind. swamped. They're having 100 times more orders right now than they've normally gotten. That's a... It pan- says so right on the website. Panic, so there's a delay. Panic creates panic. Yeah. And so that's, you know, if you see your neighbor panicking about something, you'll start panicking about well, it. Well, I've always believed in preparing, not necessarily prepping. Like, I don't need yeah. to dig the bumper, if, if, if the bunker. If they're going to drop a nuclear bomb on me, I'm going out, right? Yeah. Like, okay. Okay. You're not going to go have a bunker no. that you can stay 20 years under your I house? I mean, you know, I just watched that movie last night because the second one's coming out, A Quiet Place. Yes, I've seen that. I, okay, on Hulu. And now the Quiet Place Two is coming out. They, they're advertising oh. that. So uh, I watched that, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just good to go. Like yeah. I don't need to live like that. I'm just good to go." So anyway, I don't need to live 28 days later, post-apocalyptic. I don't need the the Book of Eli. I don't need to be Mad Max. I don't need Road Warrior. I don't need any of that stuff in my life. Right? Again, I don't want to shit in the street. So why not? But but what I'm, the point I'm trying to make is. You know, you got to prepare. You do. Back at Y2K. Remember Y2K? The that, world was coming to an end? Oh, yeah. 2000. I remember sitting where I was, watching the ball drop, waiting on the lights to go out, waiting for the computers to, to <laughs> That skip. almost cost me my first marriage the first time. Did it? Why? <laughs> because she panicked. She panicked. Yeah. she's My car's not going to run anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, your car doesn't know what day it is. Yeah. <laughs> well. So they, you know, they put a lot of work into that. They put a lot of they, they put a lot of IT manpower that went into yeah. trying to fix this Y two K problem, and nothing happened, right? But I again always believe in preparedness. So I had food stores, I had water stores, I had these things. Um, now, if you're going to come to my house looking for it in the event of a Y two K, you're not going to find it at my house. I, I I got my I got my place. Yeah, I got my stash. I got my hidey hole. All right, but here's the thing. Three weeks after Y2K, nothing had happened where we were living a huge ice storm hit that wiped out power, water, everything for, for some people for two months. Yeah. Now, ours went off, and then it didn't last that long, but ice storm, it was one of the worst in that area's history, and guess what? People didn't have anything, so they had to come to the, they had to go to the churches. They had to come to our house to, to take baths and stuff. Um, but we had food stores. We had stuff that we could use in that situation. Because in that case, there were trees down everywhere. You couldn't get to the store. Yeah, we can go four weeks, food and water, at any given time. Uh, now, I don't have a generator yet, but I probably should get one. And it's so cheap to be able to get generators these days. I'm just amazed at how... Now, my mother, 
party time mom my mother back at y2k and around all that stuff boy she had my dad bring in one of them 500 gallon water tank trucks and the generator and i'm like mom if you're the only house down the street that's got lights on guess where they are? all the zombies are coming <laughs> they're coming to your they're house coming. mom the uh you should probably have some plywood at your house too to board up the windows to protect yeah. your lights and your water yeah. and all that stuff too <laughs> i was watching that post-apocalyptic thing you know the the quiet place last night for the first time candice have you seen that movie a quiet place where the the little blind monsters they can only hear they can't see yeah it's a really good movie i like it yeah it's good so i watched it for the first time because i keep seeing the ads for mm-hmm. quiet place too i didn't i didn't even know the movie existed really so i was like okay so i watch it on hulu and I'm sitting there thinking of ways that I would have protected myself had that been my property. How would I have set all that up? These people weren't smart in that movie for a lot of reasons. For a lot of reasons. They did a lot of dumb things. Had, anyway, I won't get into movies, but I find myself thinking in terms like if we have a zombie apocalypse, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use my generator. I'm going to have those little those little outlets, you know, the big outlet strips. What I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to go out. I'm going to salvage a bunch of uh, treadmills. I'm going to surround my house with them <laughs> facing backwards, like they're facing the house. Yeah. And I'm going to turn them all on high. And that way, when the zombies hit the treadmill, they're just going to flip off. Soup, 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 soup. We're just going to be slinging zombies. But you know that'll be making a lot of noise. That'll draw more zombies. That's okay. All right, you have to get the quiet okay. treadmill. Hey, when running a business, HR issues, they can kill you just like a zombie. Wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, HR manager salaries. They're not cheap. They're not cheap. An average of $70,000 a year. Let me introduce you to Bambi. Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically for you, for small businesses. And you can get a dedicated HR manager craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance all for just $99 a month. That's a deal. Now, with Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding to terminations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day. Wouldn't you love to just say, I've got an HR manager, and I could send that over to that? Listen, I don't want an HR manager to be looking at my life, but you need it for your business. I need it for my business. And that's the deal. All for just $99 a month. Month to month. No hidden fees. Cancel anytime. You didn't start your business because you wanted to spend time on HR compliance. Let Bambi help. Get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com slash Chad right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's Bambi. B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash Chad. B-A. M to the B-E-E dot com slash chat. Be right back. So getting back to the point of what we were talking about, the stock market dropping today. And again, you know, I jumped on and checked some of my investments and yeah, things were down. But Steve, you and I were talking about it and I, I don't like the Saudis. I don't like them. I don't like the Russians. I hate the fact that we kiss their asses, Saudis. Yeah. Um, That's another story for another day, another thing to deal with. I'm sure most of you agree with me. Um, But the international standard uh, for crude uh, lost 11.44, went down to 33.83 a barrel. 
And then the U.S. crude went down to $30 a barrel. Uh, pretty big deal. You know, and here's the thing. When the oil goes down, gold goes up. So I always gold? tell people, trying to get on that gold and silver, uh, that, that's another thing that I do. Well, that, and I see a lot of people posting on social media last night and even this morning, they're talking about, oh, these gas prices, they're great, they're great. But yeah. you also put, you know, you start putting your friends out of work real yeah, quick. Yeah, and I always say that the uh, low gas prices all, aren't always a good sign of things for the overall economy. They're not. No. Because you're right, it does put a lot of people out of work. Uh, it, it just, you know, a sign of, of prosperity in an economy is a little bit higher gas prices. Yeah. Now, we don't want these folks out there gouging. We don't need the gas stations out there gouging, and sometimes they do that. And thank God for our commissioner, Sid Miller, uh, uh, agriculture commissioner in Texas. He's, you know, you see his signature on all the gas pumps. He's a good friend. He's been on the show before years ago. Um, but he, he keeps an idea, you know, he keeps that stuff straight. But they're plunging because of the fears, this COVID thing, right? This COVID-19, this Wuhan which, by the way, MSNBC, one of their writers, uh, Puppet Master, came out yesterday on Twitter and said that to call it the Wuhan virus is racist. Racist. Everything is racist. Racist. It, it, isn't Wuhan a city in China? It's a city, not a race. Yep. Now, if they called it the Chinese virus or the, you know, the, the yellow virus or something like that. But they <laughs> yellow, have had a yellow fever. Yeah, I was going to say yellow fever. Where'd that They've start? They've had the Spanish fever. They've had the... Black plague. Bl oh, oh, see, that's racist. That's racist. So. The, you know, the people of Bubon, they got no. offended when it was the bubonic <laughs> plague. Uh, yeah, I mean, there was the, the Ebola, which is named for the place in Africa it came from. You got the... Zika, which is named for the Zika River. So it's all that racist. I don't know. But by the way, that's just dumb. That is just dumb. Everything's got to be racist. By the way, the Chinese, their media is calling it the Wuhan virus. So teach their own. Uh, if you feel guilty by using the phrase Wuhan. <laughs> but you know what's happening is, and I want to talk, I'm, well, I'm going to talk about this tomorrow night. But there is an element of racism to this virus. And I'm going to get into that tomorrow night. I'm never one who calls racism, but I am tomorrow night. There's there's an element going on here. And again, I'm going to tag it directly on the left and the mainstream media because that's what they do. They blame those of us on the right that are conservatives being racist, but they go out and do these racist things and they project the stuff. So tomorrow night on, on the deal, we're going to deal that with That sounds this. fun. I can't wait to see how you make this racist. Oh, I, watch and see. Uh, watch right. and see. I, you'll see tomorrow night, Tuesday night. Go get it. Uh, but anyway, so that's that. It's a good time to invest, folks. I think that, you know, I was looking at stuff like, what do I want to buy right now? Because there's some, there's some lows. Uh, toilet paper stock you don't want to go buy. <laughs> that stuff's probably out of the, Can out the room. Can you imagine were... the people at, that make the, the Germex and the antibac oh, yeah. lotion? They are just bathing in cash right now. They're, they're probably dumping some stuff that's not, it, yeah. you know, on the market. They're, hey, we got those extra vats of yeah. soap. Get it out. One that smells funky, they'll buy it. <laughs> Texas own Tito's Vodka has come out with an advisory saying, "Do not use their vodka yeah. as hand sanitizer." We, we made the whole we made the whole joke on my other podcast about using the. Uh, I picked up the bottle of Tito's and I said, "Hey, we're gonna we're yeah. gonna have to go to drinking hand sanitizer." Pour it down your throat. <laughs> Pour it down your throat. But you know, I was at CPAC two weeks ago. You were at CPAC I, I was there. two weeks ago, and we all the other day. I was on a flight back from camp. Canada, got an email from CPAC saying that someone from New Jersey who was at CPAC 
was uh, was diagnosed with coronavirus. They were from New Jersey. We don't know who it is. Yeah. Uh, they were and, a donor, and so they were a big donor. Okay. I mean, I don't um, know. I, they I were, mean, I, I, you know, according whatever. to every, everything around revolves around Ted Cruz and him. You know, came in contact with a donor. Yeah. That was at CPAC. Is now what I was spread reading. False information. That's what I was reading. Yeah, well, I don't know. All right, I don't know. We'll see. But Ted did apparently shake hands with this person, and so Ted has self quarantined, which I think the incubation period of this bug is about five days at the max. It can go as much as I think fourteen or fifteen, but uh, so that's twelve days. Since. That sounds like a vacation to it me. It sounds to me like, like Ted is hanging can, out at the house. It, it, or a coronavirus diet plan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just sounds to me like like Uncle Ted. Is, well, Uncle Ted <laughs> I was going to say, no, that ain't Uncle say, Ted. Wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sounds like Ted might be doing that. But I, I anyway, so I appreciate that. But, you know, you can't you can't come in contact with somebody with coronavirus and then not quarantine yourself because of the PR aspect of that, because the media has gone nuts. Well, how do we know if they don't let us know who it is? How do they know that we didn't come in contact with this person? Well, it's interesting, and Candace, you'll appreciate this. So our very own Blaze TV's Elijah Schaefer. Elijah Schaefer, I was on the phone with him the other day. And, of course, Elijah's out in L.A. He was at CPAC, and he hosts Slightly Offensive podcast and uh, has the YouTube channel, of course, which is sponsored by Blaze, and he's, he's one of our colleagues. He told his pastor, Mark, he told his pastor that he had been at CPAC so they said, don't come to church. We're not having church Sunday morning. And then the CDC and the uh, California Health Board or whatever told him to self-quarantine himself for 14 days. I'm like, bro, you don't even know if you came in contact with this person. Yeah. I mean, you don't even know. And so I'm like, okay, okay, uh, Insanity okay. and panic creates more insanity. We're gonna get we're gonna get into it tomorrow night. I I got some things I want to say about this whole deal. I mean, I have survived way worse things than a media hyped uh, flu. All right, and and who knows? Maybe it's going to kill us all, but it's certainly not reached pandemic levels yet. We've survived a lot of things, a lot of things. But just so you know, you don't have to worry, folks. It has not come in contact with President uh, Trump or Vice President Pence. That is good news, people. That is good news. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. People get scared about everything, man. Uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Well, I mean, I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little woozy today, Candace. You know, it might be because I've been out there licking doorknobs and stuff. I've asked you repeatedly to stop doing that and I just know. anything with lead products in it. I know. Just let's go dumb. back for just a second before we do another headline. I, let's go back to this abortion rally, this abortion celebration. This was the one where old, old Chucky Schumer basically issued a threat to Supreme Court Justice Gorsuch and Justice. Uh, Kavanaugh saying you have reaped the world, you have, you know, whatever, the whirlwinds, you're going to pay and all this. And he walked that back later on because he was getting out backlash and, and just just getting blasted by both sides. Because that's not a good thing. I mean, how do you threaten a Supreme Court justice? I don't understand why these guys got to get up there and make threats like that. Or I'll tell you why. Because he was listening to the Woo Girls. 
You get up there. Here's old man Chucky. He gets up there and he makes these big old, I'm going to blah, blah, blah. And the girls are going, woo, woo. And they get a little chub in their pants and they're like, you know what? Let me push them a little bit further. Yeah. You know what? You're going to rue the day, Kavanaugh. <laughs> woo. Just the woo girls. Hey, Cheer them be- on. Because the. Those weren't physical. I don't believe that he meant them as physical threats or but anything. You can't say those things. Yeah, no, you can't. Because they're appointed it's, for life. We had you're a, gonna get it. Yeah, we we also we had another uh, a senator. I can't remember his name uh, that basically told them to come and get it. Talking about his AR um, congressman. Yeah. Congress. He probably shouldn't have said it, but he didn't really threaten them he with said it violence. To yeah, he didn't threaten him with violence. But uh, my phone. Are you buzzing? That's my phone going. How long's he been doing this, Candace? Yeah. How long's he been doing I don't know why this? it's buzzing. So it's he doesn't a new day every day. physically threaten I know why it's buzzing because you didn't turn it off. Yeah. Anyway, so he didn't physically threaten them. Oh, he just he, he warned them, hey, don't don't try to take guns. Yeah. And so it kind of but the left. You can't oh, say that either. He, he threatened them. You can't say and that either. He should be arrested. He, I read all the Twitter stuff and I'm like, really. He said, "Come and take it." We've been Texans have been saying, "Come and take it" for a very long time yeah. since but, but 1800s. Again, I, you can't say things like that. Yeah. You just can't say things like that, right? But what I got a kick out of is this crazy ass Busy Phillips, who I had to go back honestly and look up who Busy Phillips was. And of course, I remember the big face, big chin chick from um, uh, um, Freaks and Geeks. She's been in some other little bit parts and whatever. But I don't know what Adderall slash cocaine infused trip she was on when she was celebrating her abortion. Um, I have never. Like, why you gotta be so angry about killing your kid? Yeah. I mean, you did it at the age of fifteen, which, by the way, means you were underage and somebody impregnate impregnated you. So maybe it was Harvey Weinstein. We don't know. L.A.'s weird. But why are you out there getting pregnant at 15? First of all, she said, I couldn't have the life I have if I hadn't. There's a lot of people out there, a lot of successful people, a lot of successful women, which, by the way, yesterday was International Women's Day. Uh, I mean, give you girls a day, and y'all think you could just run away with things, man. But a lot of successful people out there have had babies when they were teenagers, and they let their child live. Speaking of National Women's Day, I saw something where they were bitching about they got shorted one hour because of daylight savings time. <laughs> yep, that's, that's right. Like- that's right, girls. It ain't nothing about it. And then Greta Thunberg, she came out and said it was all about climate equality. You know, you can't have gender inequity. That's going to hurt the climate. I want to tell you what her reasoning was after the break, but I just can't get enough of these women. Rashida Tlaib, Busy Phillips, Alyssa Milano, Greta Thunberg, Sarah Gonzalez, Hot News Natalie, Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians, <laughs> my wife, lovely wife Jade, all of my girlfriends, my harem, my concubines. It's ridiculous what I'm having to live with, Steve. All I wanted was a sandwich. Be right back. Hey, I want to look up that tweet, Greta Thunberg. I retweeted it, and then I love just stirring the pot, people. I love stirring the pot. Uh, what I said to Greta Thunberg, she said, this was yesterday's tweet from Greta Thunberg, um, climate Scientology 
I don't think that's the right term. Uh, extraordinary. <laughs> Client Scientologist extraordinary. I don't think that's the right term at all. So she said, today is hashtag International Women's Day, and we recognize that women are still far from equal to men in today's societies. Now that's true. Societies. We cannot have climate justice without gender equity. Now, that's interesting. Climate justice without gender equity. I really would love to hear a true explanation of what that means. Because that could go a lot of directions, Candace. I mean, that could, say, that could be a lot of things. Are you talking about marginalized women are going to be the ones who suffer the most if the climate is hurt? Like if, if this whole climate change thing, if we start to melt down, whatever well, happens. I, don't, I mean, whatever the end result of your so-called end of the world scenario is, maybe it's marginalized women. Marginalized people are going to suffer the most. I don't understand the, the, the is that, equity thing. Is that why I saw the video with the women protesting climate change? They all had their tops off yeah, and shirt. They naked. were just hot. And they were in Britain. Just, yeah. yeah. And why do their titties never look good? Yeah, they did not why look these good. Girls when I say they always were, have, they just never look good. Like they, these girls that want to get topless, yeah. why don't they have, like the girl that was flashing at the Houston Astros World Series yeah. game. Have a dozen of those like, protesting. Like, that's fantastic. <laughs> We almost had her on the show. What's her name? Something Rose? Whatever. But, uh, it was absolutely disgusting. I watched the video four or five times, yeah. and I was just like, like their chest you know. to. By the way, Candace, <laughs> somebody was watching the podcast on YouTube the other day. This isn't a podcast anymore, folks, although we're going to continue calling that. This is a daily talk show, and you're welcome. This is TV, folks. So this lady said, I don't know if I like Chad's caveman humor. I'm so far not impressed. <laughs> I guess we lost one. Probably did. Well, she was still around commenting at the end of the show. I mean, Candace has to put up with this stuff all the time. Yeah. And she's honest to God, sweet and innocent. She really is. Eh. But Not anyway. anymore. I mean, I'm very callous to it. You're callous. I, you I, I get messages from people that watch it, and they say, man, it feels like we're sitting there with y'all having a conversation. Well, you are. Like we would have at our house. We love you, and you are. And, and, and here's the thing about like what you're talking about. There they are in Britain. It's funny. She walked around the group of people because their chest-to-waist ratio wasn't good. Like, it was yeah. here, and then boom, here, and it kind of paired out. And she went to the one thin, skinny girl, and it was cold outside, and this girl's nipples could cut glass. Yeah. I mean, she went to the That's why I kept girl. watching it over and over because they walked over. <laughs> they had to get around to that backside of those. and uh. Yeah. So, anyway, you know, the gender equity thing. Uh, she says, Greta Thunberg says, and remember... What we women want today and every day is equality, not congratulations or celebrations. Well, I'll tell you, I spent International Women's Day celebrating my wife, my three daughters, my mother, my mother-in-law. I did celebrate them, and I am thankful for them, right? And, and I do congratulate them because they're they're hardworking, good women. You know, my, my 20-year-old daughter, I said, you know, hey, let me take you to New York this summer. Let's go to some Broadway shows. And she said, I'm working two jobs this summer. She said, I'm, I'm just going to be slammed. And, and I'm like, man, most kids wouldn't do that. Yeah. But, I mean, I celebrate that. I congratulate that. But what I said, to, I retweeted Greta. And I said, please, for the sake of the planet, name one right American men have that American women don't. The climate apparently depends on it. So that's my smart ass version of saying shut up. 
Did you get some replies well, back on it? Well, this guy, um, this this guy um, responded to me, and he says it seems to be hard for some people to accept that with increasing climate disasters, women and the most marginalized people groups would be more impacted. So that's back to the point I made earlier. Not just based on earning pay gaps across the world and the security options that money buys. So instead, they try to mock a child. So he's accusing me of mocking her. I didn't mock her. I this asked a legitimate a, question. This is a child that her parents threw into, into this. So he's just tweeted me again, responded, because I responded to him and I said, so you're telling me you don't have an answer for me. Because you can't. This is, I said, in America, what right? do American men have that American women don't? So I'm going to read this tweet for the first time. I've never read this tweet. They, they just retweeted <laughs> me. This is live in real time here in Studio 22 in the mothership as we fly into the nether regions being led by our puppet master Mark, our captain. <laughs> it says, that was a pretty glaring gender inequality described in my tweet, Chad. I didn't submiss to your constraint of keeping it in a format of a right within USA because climate change is a conversation about hashtag global threat and hashtag International Women's Day is about worldwide progress too. Well, that's great, uh, Jason, that you chose to not get into the conversation with me. Yeah. Uh, I am not going to submiss. I don't know if he meant to say submit or whatever to your constraints. Well, then don't get into my conversation yeah <laughs> are people marginalized in the world yes they are gays are marginalized in the middle east and thrown off of buildings it doesn't matter what their gender is women are marginalized in in islamic countries every time i go in a fancy restaurant they sit me in the back we by know. the kitchen i'm marginalized yeah they judge us every That's time we right. walk in and it god forbid we ever got bougie sean with us oh did you see they put us in a separate room to yeah. eat dinner in Washington, D.C.? They sure did. And when we were like, at CPAC, you know why we didn't get COVID-19? Because this lady walks up to Sean, and Sean's looking all thuggish <laughs> in his overcoat, Mark. And some lady walks up and says, are you where you're supposed to be? No, we were at the Trump Hotel. Yeah. Are you where you're supposed to be? Are you lost? Are you looking for something? Are you supposed to be in here? I was like, dang, Bush. I was with Bougie, and I wanted to frisk him. I know. <laughs> I, I, was I was like, like what you carrying, like, bro? <laughs> yep. I was like, dude. I love traveling with Bougie. It gives me immediate street cred, though. Yeah. It does. But, hey, that is what it is. Well, Belinda, Belinda that is Bill and Melinda Gates for the rest of you, Belinda. Uh, <laughs> their foundation to fund coronavirus home testing kits in Seattle. I've got friends that are flying to Seattle this week. Uh, Chris Bates, my buddy, and his wife Debbie, Debbie Bates, Doctor Debbie Bates. They're flying. Is, Chris is from up there, so they're flying to Seattle, praying for them. <laughs> uh, maybe they can get one of those Belinda Gates Foundation home testing kits. But aren't they going out in the wilderness or something? Or uh, they probably from, are. Yeah. they're weird like that. Yeah. They're you know they probably out there drinking the beer. They probably there's probably a goat COVID strain uh. of, of IPA that Chris wants to try. Um, the dude's tried every IPA on the planet, man. You need to get him on beer for brunch. Who's that? Talk, Chris that, Bates. Really? Yeah, I can do. I thought he worked on airplanes. Beer. He does work on airplanes. He knows everything about airplanes. All right, he's going to be our guest on beer and for beer. brunch. 
It's gonna happen. He loves his IPA because I'm ignorant when it comes to ignorant. beer. I just drink it. I'll be honest with you. I watch y'all show. I've learned a lot about beer. I've learned. I've drank more than uh, probably 120 different beers in six and months. Every time we go on the road, you're always drinking a different yep, deal. I do. So, hey, go follow his uh, Party Foul Nation. Party yeah. Foul Nation YouTube. Yep, yeah, YouTube channel. Go get on that thing. Uh, so, all right, good for Bill and Melinda. Um, good for Bill and Melinda. I think it's a waste of money. Yeah, well, I, I mean, we're gonna get into that tomorrow. If you get it, you kind of know you have the. Even if you have regular flu, you yeah. should stay at home. Yeah. Until you're better. Yeah. That's a no-brainer. There's people that oh I, I, sick and come to work, they just make everybody else sick. You get a flu shot? Nope. I do. Yeah. Put that mercury in me, man. The uh, put all that weird chemical crap in me. Put it in me. Put it in me. If I still worked in hospitals and stuff like that, I probably would because I'm exposed to a lot more stuff. Yeah. You know, it's mandatory if at hospitals if it you work there. To, it turns the frogs gay. That's yeah. what it does. <laughs> if you put the flu vaccine in the rivers, the frogs will, it turns the frogs gay. Yeah, I think I heard Butchell say something like that. Yeah. I've seen it happen, <laughs> man. Uh, I got some powerful powerful news that i want to share with you before we get out of here today god it's monday my i love mondays candice because i can come in and see your charming face she just shines like the glory of god she does oh. i got a big story for you you know what listen i've been talking about this one for over a year and it might be coming to pass we will be right back don't go anywhere be right back I told you guys a year ago, told you a year ago, told you a year ago, when all 900 Democratic candidates were getting involved with this presidential race, I said, well, you know, they're just going to clear all the dust and then Hillary Clinton's going to step in there. And people said, no, no, no. And now everybody's talking about that. Um, and I've started to doubt it. Okay, Candace, I've started to doubt it because I don't think she's healthy. Uh, I don't think that she would be willing to take a subservient role if, say, Joe Biden were to ask her to be VP. But now she's talking about it. She's got a pantsuit on. I told you it was a hashtag uh, watch. And there's no more moomoos. I haven't seen the moomoos in a long time in the pantsuits. So she's actually weighing in on it. She's done some talking about it. And she says, obviously, I'd like to keep that moving uh, and actually have it happen in this election that someone would be the first woman vice president because she was asked about a female vice president. She said, I'd like to see that happen, but it's got to be someone who can win the Electoral College, get, you know, win the vote. So maybe Wait, she thinks she is. I know she's not, pumped about a gallon of Botox in that face. Okay. we got 25 seconds. Say OK, she can't beat Trump, but he maybe they think he can. She's VP. Biden steps down. Or dies or because dies. the guy is out of his brain. He's and out of she's his president. board. You don't believe me? Go back and watch uh, his debates with Paul Ryan back in the day and then look at him today. Biden doesn't have it. Hey, come find us, Elk City, Oklahoma, this weekend. Watch Chad.com. We'll see you next time. Love you. God bless.